listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. risen upon you behold the darkness shall cover the earth and gross
Oh, 
for one second because I just need to do something before I talk to you. I know it sounds kind of funny because of the way we've been, but I want to pray first. Let us pray. Or, you know what? Let me pray. Oh God, oh God, help me, please, help me. I want to serve you, I really do. I want to follow you. Please, help me. Please give me the Holy Spirit. I I know that only you can make me strong. Today I have to do what is right. To fall into this mess again. The hour has come and the seed must fall into the ground and die. I know you have made me strong enough to do this. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Time for me to take my cross. 
now that James is gone. Father, we thank you for this blessed opportunity to be in church. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for the rich presence of your Holy Spirit, Lord. Bless this gathering. Bless this congregation. Let your rich word fill us, Lord. Satisfy us, Lord. Bless us, Lord. Thank you for this great opportunity to be in your presence today. May our sins be forgiven. May our mistakes be pardoned, Lord. Thank you, Father. Speak to us. Grant us hearts of understanding. Make us wise as we hear your word. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this great blessing. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Have you been blessed so far? Yes. Were you blessed by all those songs? Yes. The songs are part of the preaching. So you've heard about 30 minutes of preaching already. Um, This is just going to be a top up to the preaching. So um, if the last song applies to you, make sure you say bye-bye to all the Jameses. Because you should know by now. There's a song like that. You should know by now. That. Yeah, I know a few things. You know by now that James is not helping you. Yeah, you really love God, but this James guy. Anyway, turn your Bible somewhere. Turn your Bible to Second Timothy and um, verse chapter four. Second, no problem. Second Timothy chapter four. I guess I'd like to see verse five. Can you guys read the screens? Can you see it from the back? You can. It's clear. Okay. No answer. It's clear. Okay. Thank you. It says that. But watch. But watch thou. In all things and do afflictions, do the work of an evangelist and make full proof of thy ministry. So we've been sharing on making full proof of your ministry or fulfilling your ministry. So we have Second Timothy chapter two, chapter four, verse five, and then we have Colossians chapter four and verse seventeen. Yes, it says that, and say to Archippus, take heed to the ministry. In other words, pay attention to the ministry. Pay attention to the ministry. Part of your Christian life is something called the ministry. So pay attention to the ministry. Your Christian life is not just um, your, your broken heart or your happy heart, or your relationship, and the you know, benefits of having a relationship, and marriage, the blessings of marriage, the struggles of marriage, uh, 
uh, that, that, that's not just uh, Christianity. Christianity, perhaps more important than these things that I've mentioned, is what is called the ministry. The ministry that is working for God, serving God, serving God, serving God, offering service to God. So he says that take heed, that is, pay attention to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Fulfill what? The ministry. You have to fulfill the ministry. Take heed to it. A lot of, a lot of times, a lot of times, uh, everybody, see, everybody loses something to gain something. Everybody. We all, we all giving up one thing so that we can have other things depending on what we like or what we think is important or what we think is relevant to us. Or what we feel like. We all give up this and then we choose that. You give up that, you choose this. You give up this, you choose that. So everybody keeps, keeps uh, trading. We're always trading. We're always trading. We are, we are gaining by trading. Constantly. There's a constant transaction in every Christian's life. Giving something away and then keeping some other things. Or gaining some other things. So the scripture is admonishing us. And I'm trying to bring to your attention in case you don't know, and in case it's not talked about often, I'm trying to bring to your attention that there's something called the ministry. That if you are a Christian, if you are saved, if you are saved, God has carefully selected you. You find yourself in church, loving God, worshiping God, uh, uh, born again giving yourself to God, then there is something called the ministry. That there's Bible. This is also in the Bible. I wish you were reading your own Bible so you discover that it has been in your own Bible all along. That take heed, take heed, prince, take heed to the ministry, not just your hair. You know, because sometimes we take heed to our hair. Yes. Take heed, take heed, take heed, take heed. No, I hope, I hope, uh, uh, I mean, it's good to laugh, but I hope you can, you can understand what I'm saying. You, you can pay attention to other things, which, which, which is not sin. It's not like it's sin or it's a problem, but it's a problem because as you pay attention to this, you're not paying attention to that. When you follow, when you follow this, it means you are not following that. When when someone is talking to you, someone is talking to you, and then someone else starts talking to you, telling you something that is important, but you are already doing something that is important. You can only listen to one person at a time. No matter how good you are. No matter how good you are. You can only pay attention to one person at a time. So when you turn your attention from this to that other voice, it means you are ignoring this person. And that is our lives. We are either following this voice or we are following that voice. Following this instruction or we are following that instruction. Based on what we want. 
and what we like and what we have classified as important. So here, the scripture is saying, take heed to the ministry. It's my prayer that you would all take heed to the ministry. That is, you will have respect for the ministry. You respect it. And you ask yourself that, am I fulfilling the ministry? Am I fulfilling the ministry? Am I even in the ministry? Have I even started? Am I doing the work of the ministry? Do I want to do the work of the ministry? Do I want to start working for God and serving God? Or do I just want to collect things from him? Mm-hmm. Take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 10, isn't it? Verse 10. He that descended the same, the same, he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. Verse 11. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Verse 12. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, 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 for the edifying of the, of the body of Christ. That's for the building of the body of Christ, or for the building of the church. So we have, we have apostles, we have evangelists, we have prophets, we have pastors and teachers to train the saints. That is to get the saints to mature so that the saints can do the work of the ministry. Right there in the Bible. For the work of the ministry. For the perfecting of the saints. For the work of the ministry. So the work of the ministry is an important part of Christianity. It is not, it is not, it is not like some unwanted stepchild. Or some, or some unnecessary aspect of your Christian life. To, in fact, to even last as a Christian, how many of you have met someone who said to you, all these things that you are doing, we've done it before. How many of you have met someone like that? Lift your hand up. Hi. Hi. So the person next to you will know that your hand is up. Yes. Now, do you know why they say that to you? Do you know why they say that to you? Because on the beautiful journey of Christianity, wonderful experiences and the adventure, a great adventure that we've been called to, they did not take heed to the ministry because if you take heed to the ministry you would last you would last the people you are saying that you'll be saying to that look this is you are doing you've done it before they'll come and meet you doing it and you will tell them that it's a good thing to do it it's a good thing to continue why why would you walk through um, your university campus and tell people that, you know, I was here. I studied here. I had this experience. I had this. I enjoyed why, why would you do that? You will do that because you've graduated. You finished. You finished. But your journey and your walk with God is not something that comes to an end. Yes. It gets better and better. It gets more hectic. And the more hectic it gets, the sweeter it should be for you. You should enjoy the adventures and the challenges of the work of the ministry. 
You should look out for when, when, the, when the battle gets hotter. You should know that grace has multiplied. Grace has multiplied. Angelic presence and assistance has also increased. You should turn around and say, thank you, Father, that you have called me. Because the battle is getting hotter. It must be more exciting to you. Mm-hmm. Are you with me? You haven't traveled yet? Yes. So that's, so that's the work of, that's, that's the Christian life. The work of the ministry. The work of the ministry. Don't be idle. Don't be idle. Don't be left behind. Don't just be there. Otherwise, you won't last. Soon, in 10 years time, 15 years time, you'll be saying to somebody who will be your age now that all these things you have done, you have done it before. That's the voice of a backsliding person. That's the voice of a backsliding soul. You see this song that uh, uh, you all stand up and you dance to because you don't listen to the words? Yes. Either you don't listen to the words or you have another reason why you are dancing. But I find, I find that song. I thought you had one more song you didn't do. I find that song depressing. You understand? We don't talk anymore. We don't chat anymore. We don't text him anymore. We don't touch anymore. When, 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 when two people are in love and they are happy and, in, and they are at home, one of the common things you see is that they touch each other. When this one is passing by, they touch. When this one is also passing by, they touch. Touching, you see, touching. 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 It's an expression. It's a message. So if if you are there with your parents, their paths don't even cross. When this one comes to the to the uh, uh, sitting room, then this one leaves. When this one goes to the ba- bedroom, then this one comes out. Th- that's a song. We don't touch anymore. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk. No talking. No talking. Who is to talk? Talk all the time. Have something to say all the time. Now, we don't talk anymore. It's like there's nothing to say. And then when we have to say something, it turns into a quarrel. It's, it's, it's more of a showing you that something has been lost. So when someone starts saying, all these days you have done it before. Why did you stop? Why do you stop talking? Why, when, when did you lose your love for God? That you can't work for him anymore. You don't labor for him anymore. You don't serve him with passion. I mean, what, what bumped you off? What bumped you off? Because there are, there are bumps on the way. On the way, there are bumps. There are things that will bump you. But when you are bumped, 
Some of the bumps you can you can avoid it. You said the bump is coming, you can just jump back. Then you but some you can't, you'll be bumped. But when you are bumped, it's your love for God that will draw you back. Your love for God that will bring you back. That's what the Bible says that the righteous shall fall seven times. The last time I checked my Bible, it was there. I don't know whether it's been taken out, but last time I checked my Bible, there was someone called a righteous person, a righteous, not a sinner, not a wicked person, not an evil person. The Bible says he, he falls. Do you understand fall? No trips. He falls, a fall. Those of us who condemn people who are falling. He falls flat on his face. He's falling. Yes. Seven times. But he rises again. That's why he's called a righteous man. Yes. That's why he's called a righteous man. That's why God likes him. Because when he's bumped, he says, no. I like God. I'll serve God. I'll work for God. I will continue working for God. I will continue serving God. I will continue doing what I said I would do. What I said I'll do for God. I will continue doing it. Yes. Yes. One fornication should not make you resign from serving God. One fornication. Do you know how many times you've done it before you did the one you are calling is fornication? Let's read the words of Jesus and you see how many times you did it. Before you, before you did the one that you are calling, it is it. Oh, fornication. I'm not saying you should go and do one and come back, but I'm saying that. Just... <laughs> no. Because of, because of one. Or one boy that left you. No, look. All sisters. All sisters. All sisters. Are you listening to me? All sisters. All sisters. All sisters. Heartbreak is very painful. Very, very painful. I'm telling you. I'm not wishing on any one of you. I won't. You will never suffer from a heartbreak. The last one you experience is the very, very, very last one you would ever experience. Yes. But you see. But you see. I want you to be stubborn. Against the bumps of the enemy. Be stubborn. Be strong. I mean, try. Try. You see, you do this is your problem. Men don't easily give in to heartbreak. That, that's why. That's why you are usually surprised that he just broke up with me and he's with somebody else already. How many sisters are surprised at that thing? That, yes. Yes. It's very... It's very you, you can't even imagine it. 
You can't even imagine that. I mean, his act, I mean, after all the things he told you. Because he said it to you. He actually, he actually said it. And you can't believe that after all these things that he's been saying and he said to you. A few weeks after your misunderstanding. He, he has, it's like, he has actually moved on. But you see, we are different. God made us differently. We are different. We are wired differently. It's not like, it's not like he didn't mean it. Some of them didn't mean it. I mean, some of them are, are cooks. It's true. But assuming he meant it, and then he discovered that he spoke too early. He spoke too quickly. I mean, he shouldn't have said all those things. Yes. He will be able to move on. Don't judge him as a woman. He's not a woman. He's a man. He's not a woman at all. He's a man. When he said he liked you, he liked you. But he found out later that he doesn't like you as much. Uh-huh. I, am, I am not saying that it's a good thing to happen. But I'm saying it happens. Look, what I say, has it not happened? Look how you're all shouting. Means you even know about it. Either you know it out in your own life or you know about it in, in a movie. Yes. But anyway, I'm saying to you that, I'm saying to you, my dear sisters, that let your heart be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Be strong at heart. Be strong at heart. And love God. Love God. That, that scripture, love the Lord with all your might. It also applies to you. It's not a verse for men, just for men. It also applies to you. So if you love the Lord with all your heart, how can you give all your heart to a man? Yes. Yes. Let me see. Sisters, Jesus is saying to you, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with what? 70% of your heart. 20% of your heart. 100% of your heart. 100% of your soul. That is your feeling. Your feeling. You see how when you say, I have feelings for him. If you love God, there will be no feelings left. There will be no feelings left for him. And then with all your mind. But Jack has taken over your mind. Jack. Jack. Give your mind to Jack. Give it to the Lord. You see, but because of that thing, you see, when your heart, when you break your heart, it really hurts. No, 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 no. It really hurts. 
Pastoring has taught me that, look, it's not easy for ladies at all to be disappointed. It's easy for men. Relatively, it's easier. They're able to bounce back. It's like, hey, no problem. No be anything. No be anything. There's no be anything. But for a lady, it's not that easy. So, ladies, you also have to be wise. You also have to be wise to love God. Love God more than you love any man. 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 Love God more. Yes. Because they seem, they seem, the men seem to love God more than they love you. Because even when, even when you, you bounce them off, they are still there. If I, the things that they like, the things that they like, if you like money and uh, any of those things, when they are disappointed in those worlds, they are still in church. But it's like, you can't stay in church. But you will begin to stay in church. Yes. They seem to love God. It looks like, it seems as though guys love God. <laughs> yeah. So you, you aim to also become righteous. That when you fall, you say, hey, me, me, I should sacrifice my God for you. Yeah. And the brothers know that you too, now you are for God. You too, you are for God now. You are for God. When both of you fall, you just look at him on the ground and say, hey, are you getting up? Me, I'm getting up. Oh. <laughs> if you think I'm going to lie here, I'm not going to lie here. I'm getting up. I'm going to my God. I'm going to my God. I love my God. I like him. I like my God more than I like you. This one is an accident. Because of the flesh. I couldn't control the flesh. But this one, let me tell you now before, before we get up and wipe the dust off, it is, it is an accident. My real heart is with God. It's with God. You have to tell him. The one you can say, hey, me, I'm going to church. Not to serve my God. Not that because of Jack. You are suddenly signing a contract with Satan. No. Love the Lord with all of your heart. Anyway, so when you love God, you see that you stay the ministry. Nothing bumps you off the ministry. You stay. You gain stamina, tenacity, strength. You have, you have staying power. You are there. It's as, though, it's as though nothing is going on in your life, but things are going on. There are offenses. There are issues. There are difficulties. Things don't always go the way you expect it to go, but your love for God has to be a constant. A constant. That no matter, do you understand a constant? Because it's a constant, that means that there are variables. We have variables and we have constants. Constants don't change. They don't change, they don't depreciate, they don't appreciate. They don't change in value. A constant is a constant. A constant is a constant. They're variables. 
It's English. It's English language. Constant means same. Variable means subject to changes. Yes, that's all. Yes. So you, you see, you see in, in maths when you differentiate a constant, the differential, the differential of a constant is zero. It's nil. Because it doesn't change. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because there's, there's no change in the constant. The constant doesn't move. So you work out the differential. You're differentiating a constant. There is no, there's no change. So you end up with zero. I got nothing. I got nothing. Because it's the it's same. But you can differentiate a variable. And then it changes in value. Hmm. I think you're understanding things. Isn't it? Maybe the art students can understand it. No, because I'm trying to speak English. I'm trying to say it in English. Yes. Yes, I'm saying it in English. <laughs> Dandan is not getting it. She's an English teacher. She's an English. Tell her I'm speaking English. Yes. <laughs> so on this beautiful journey, beautiful journey, of fulfilling your ministry or making full proof of your ministry. It's a beautiful, long journey full of adventures. Adventures. And we are serving God. We are loving God. We are working for God. We are doing things for God. We are going on missions for God. We are planting churches for God. We are becoming ministers for God. We are building the church of God for God. <laughs> It's a beautiful journey. On this journey are different signposts that, that will help you to know that you're on course. You're on course. And that's what, that's what I've been talking to you about. To see that, okay, I've seen this signpost. It means that, yes, I'm still in the, in the work of the ministry. I've seen this thing. I've seen this thing. Do you guys need, need a chair? There are chairs. There are chairs somewhere. There's a chair here. Johnny John. Is there not a chair next to you? Yes, there's a chair there. Okay, so... Help people to be seated. Don't leave people to be stranded. Look, on this day, there'll be, there'll be signposts to tell you that you are still, you are still moving on. You are still doing the right thing. So that's, I talked to you about what? Desires. The, the second thing I talked to you about was what? The love of God. Respond to the love of God. Respond to the love of God. When, when someone loves you, you respond to God, the person's love. So when God shows you love, you respond to God's love. Respond to his love. Respond to his love. And then, and then what else? Have, have I mentioned any other thing? Now today I want to show you another signpost. You think deeply about God's love and his forgiveness towards you. That somebody like you, somebody like you is saved. Someone like you is born again. Someone like you is called a Christian. Today you're called a Christian. Blood washed. That God is preparing you to be a preacher. A preacher. To work for him. To preach, to preach as though you were born, you were born, born again. But it is the love of God. 
it is the love of God. Even, even look at your Christian life so far. And God has not given up on you. Why wouldn't you want to serve him? Why wouldn't you want to give yourself to him? Why wouldn't you choose his work? I mean, why, why will you not like to choose the work of God? That after all you have been through, even as you are in church. How many of you have had difficulties as you are in church? It's, it's not been easy. The journey has not been easy. Yes, but still, God has not given up on you. God still likes you. God still has plans for you. He's still encouraging you on. Keep moving on. Keep moving on. You can. You can make it. You can make it. You can make it. You can make it. Why will you not want to respond to such love? Why would you like to respond to such love? Sometimes you know if someone is interested in you, you know that your behavior doesn't deserve even another WhatsApp from him. But for some reason, he keeps coming. It's as, if, it's as though the person is determined to be interested in you. Respond. Yes, respond. 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 Respond to love. Love is one of the beautiful blessings of life. Respond to love. Don't pretend as though you don't know what it means. Yes. You are rude. Your attitude is. Yes. And you see, don't become comfortable in that attitude. Because he is not God. (laughs) In other words, in other words, in other words, he will not be there forever. (laughs) But what I'm saying is that after your attitudes and your ways, and you see that he has tried again, tell yourself, tell yourself that, look, I better respond in the right way. Let me respond. Let me not repeat these attitudes and ways and short answers. And your face. You know, when you see the person, the face. You have a face that's supposed to put the person off. Hmm. How many of you know of that face? It's a universal face. Everybody uses it. Respond to God's love. Respond to his love. The first thing I want to mention to you today, that's another signpost, is... Accept separation. Accept separation. Because one of the things that will happen to you on this beautiful journey in the ministry is separation. You will be separated. You'll be separated from friends. You'll be separated from family. Yes. You'll be separ- you'll be, there'll be separations. Even amongst fellow Christians, you'll be separated. You'll be separated from an old group of Christians. Yeah. You'll be, separ- you'll be separated from nations. If you are following, if you are following God on this beautiful.
beautiful, adventurous journey called ministry, serving God. One of the signposts, friends, is separation. And my point, the, 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 the signpost is not the separation. It's accept separation. Accept it. Because if you don't accept it, what you are saying is that I don't want to continue. I don't want to continue. I don't want to move on. I don't want to go to the next journey, ne- next chapter. Accept separation. And not, say, not just, it's, it's easy to say separation from bad boys, separation from bad company, separation from unbelievers. That is, that is a, that's the first step of salvation. That's salvation. After you are saved, like, we don't expect you to still have your old boyfriend, your old girlfriend, you are still going clubbing, you are still going here. No, we, we don't accept. Even the fact that you are coming to church on Sunday morning, you can't even go clubbing on Friday night. You'll be tired. You'll be drunk. When you come and sit down, we'll say, mm. where were you? So is it even that, even that forces you that look, I have to separate myself. But no, that's not the separation I'm talking about yet. It's part of it, but there's, there's another kind of self that you have to accept. Because this one, you, some of them, you may not even plan it. But he said, God is separating you. God is separating you. He's separating you from some key people in your life. It's like, it's like the separation has to happen. Else, next chapter will never come on. Those who, those who did not accept some separations at certain points in their lives have not moved on. Have not moved on. They're the same. No, no more anointing. No more power. No ministry. Nothing. They've not, seen, they've not seen what God has for them because they never accepted separation. Deuteronomy chapter 10. Okay. Deuteronomy chapter 10. And uh, verse 8. At that time, the Lord separated the tribe of Levi to bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord, to minister unto him, and to bless in his name. You see, to be called means to be separated for his purposes. When God calls you, it means that he's separating you for his work and for what he wants you to do. So here he said there's a tribe, there are 12 tribes of Israel. One of the tribes, the tribe of Levi. He separated them. In other words, he chose them. He chose them. Like, like, like a man chooses a wife amongst a thousand other ladies. He chooses her and separates her from the other ladies and gives her his name. Yeah. So God chose this tribe. He said, you, you, you are going to live for what I want. For what I want. You're not going to be like the others. The others will have things that they do. They do this. They do that. They work here. They have land. They share land. They give them land. But you, you are different. You, you belong to me. You only do what I say. You will, you will, you will attend to me. You will be attending to me. 
When I want, when I want something, that's what you do. You will stand before the Lord to minister unto him. Have you seen that anytime you enter into a restaurant, there are some people who work there who are called waiters and waitresses. And then you'll be told, you'll be told, the person who will be attending to you today is called Wendy. They'll say, Wendy will be attending to you today. She'll be with you in about five minutes. Then you see in about eight minutes, <laughs> Wendy will come and, and will say, hello. And she's a good mood. She'll say, hello, I'm, I'm Wendy. She mentioned her name. I thought she'd just say, hello, are you ready for your drinks? <laughs> Can I take your drinks? Drinks. <laughs> but you see that thereafter, Wendy will be waiting on you. When she brings the food, Within 30 seconds, she will come back. You have not even tasted it. Come back and come and ask you that. Is everything okay? <laughs> and then you see, she'll be circulating within a certain area because she's been assigned to some tables that wait on them. Wait on them, meaning that serve them. When they need more drinks, give it to them. When they don't like their food, change it for them. When they need cutlery, bring them. It's like, wait on them. What they want, do it for them. What they want, do it for them. So he said, the tribe of Levi has been chosen that they will stand before the Lord to minister to the Lord, to serve him, to say, well, God, what do you want? God says, hey, I want you this. Hey, I, want you, I, want, I want you to go to Madagascar. I want you to go to Mauritius. I want you to go to Kenya. That is why I need you. If you have accepted separation, when God says, I want you to go here, you see, you say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I go. Lord, I go. Why are you going? I am going because I am waiting on the Lord. I am a waiter for the Lord. I am there to minister to the Lord. I have been separated from the work of God. For the work of God have been separated. Again, it's a choice. Others have chosen something else. So no matter how loud and clear the call of God is, it's like, no, I'm not available because I've chosen this. I've chosen this. I've chosen this job. I've chosen marriage. I've chosen... Pounds. I've chosen a mortgage. Most people in the Western world live to live to uh, pay off bills. That's their life. They live to pay off bills. Are you saying I'm wrong? Yes. They live to pay off bills. Holiday where? Max, one hour flight for three days. Even if it's five days, one day is for traveling, the other day is for coming back. And then three is, three is to look at the shows. You can't do more because the, the thing that you are waiting on, you can't be away for long. You can't, you can't do, you can't, you can't afford to be away for too long because your master will be calling you back. Your master will be calling you back. 
your master will be calling you back. Your master will say, come back. Come back. You haven't paid your bills this week. You haven't paid your bills this month. So it's a choice that therefore affects your relationship with God. Yes. Because as this master is called, how can God, how can God say, look, I want, I want you somewhere else. He can't say it. Because you've told him point blank that God, this is my master. Accept separation. Accept it. Of the journey. You see, you see that, okay? You see some of the separations are lighter. Lighter, lighter, lighter. Then it gets more serious. 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 You'll be separated. You'll be separated from friends. Yes. Otherwise, you can't do it. I was ministering in someone's church the other day or whatever I was doing there. And then another, there were other pastors. So the host pastor wanted to introduce me to one of the other pastors. As soon as he started, oh, have you met? This is, he didn't mention my name. And then the person I was being introduced said, oh, I know him, I know him. I see him all the time on YouTube with the youth. Do you know the youth? The youth. Yes. I see him all the time with the youth. You know, I was I was dismissed like a fly. Like how like like how in, any of those insects will come to your room and you will swat it and it will die. I was just was just yes. Yes. Yeah. Like how someone dismissed my members once. Like, it's like they are not they are not even crazy. they are not even human beings. They are something else, B and B. She has, no time. she has no time for people like you, some things like you. It's almost like we are not even sure whether it's even a church. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a college. something. Out of the abundance of the heart, people speak. He said, oh, I see him all the time on YouTube with the youth. He said, youth. Why he said it? I don't know why you are quiet. But I was encouraged. I said, oh, the difference has been seen. That's right. Yes, the difference has been seen. Because this is not the first church I've pastored. But to move on, you see, it pointed out to me that I have actually moved on. Yes, I've moved on. <laughs> I've moved on, I've moved on into something uncommon. Uncommon. To those to the several other people are copying. Yes. Several others are copying. But when he said, I said, Oh, I'm no more in this league. It's like I don't play in this league anymore. Yes. Because I've played in that league before. I've played in the league of conventions, Tuesday to Friday. Pouring oil. Yes, inviting guests. Come. Come and preach. Come and do the afterwards. And we say we are eating, chewing chicken. 
laughing, cracking jokes, happy. I've played in that league before, but I realize that I'm in a new terrain that people are not used to. And when people are not used to something, they criticize it. Yes. You have to be able to spot the separation. That it has happened. It has happened. And everyone will not applaud you when there's separation. Sometimes the criticisms you receive is the thing that is pointing out to you that ah, God has separated me. God has called me. God has moved me on. 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 I've moved on. I've moved on from the old school. Moved on. And when you don't, when you don't move, you die. Mm-hmm. Anyway. See it again. First, First Chronicles 23. I'll talk to you about separation. Well, if you're on your university campus, you have to separate yourself. You have to separate yourself properly. Yes. You can't live a dual life. Yeah. That's even, that's even like basic Christianity. Basic Christianity. Basic Christianity. You have to separate yourself. You have, you have to be known as a hot Christian. A serious Christian. I don't do, I don't do what everybody else does. God will take care of me. Yes. You have to be able to stand and present yourself as a Christian and a hot one. No wonder, no wonder boys can come in and out. Like some desperate leopard on heat in the forest. No, there has, there has to be a separation from the rest, from the normal average girl and the normal average boy. If you're going to continue, otherwise, otherwise the university class has become a graveyard for you. Yes. The worst thing that could have ever happened to you is for you to have gained admission into that place. You shouldn't have gone. You shouldn't have gone. You should have stayed in your mother's house. You have stayed in your mother's house and found some three pounds fifty an hour job and kept your salvation. Than to gain a degree and lose your salvation and all your self-respect. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. You join me 23. Oh, no, Chronicles. I said Chronicles. Yes, Chronicles. 23, verse 13. The sons of Amram Aaron and Moses, and Aaron was separated that he should sanctify the most holy things, he and his sons forever, to burn incense before the Lord, to minister unto him, and to bless his name forever. Do you realize that as soon as there's separation, there's a job? Yes. You, 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 are, not, you are not separated as punishment. Now look, separate yourself. We don't, we, we don't want you to enjoy. Separate yourself so that you can burn incense before the Lord. Incense. 
Incense is like a sacrifice that comes to God with a sweet smelling savor, as the scripture puts it. The prayers, the praises of the saints arise to him with a sweet smelling savor. Penning something, constantly, constantly ministering to God. Constantly ministering to God. Constantly ministering to God. Constantly ministering. Like sitting, sitting in, the, in the restaurant, the person, the person waiting on you. See, the person says, you know, I want some, I want brown sauce. I want red sauce. I want, what do you want? Chili sauce. Hmm? Yes. I want, what, what else do you want? I want barbecue sauce. Yes. What else do you want? I want what? Hmm? What do you want? You want more chicken? More chicken. You want chicken breast? Okay. Hmm. You're just... And when the person does their job well, you give them a tip. You give them a tip. Your heart is moved. Look. Look. Have something. Have something. Have something. Have something. Have something. You always find people who minister well in humility. You always find them attractive. Pride is a very ugly thing. Pride, arrogance is a very ugly thing. People who minister in humility are very attractive. Very, very attractive. Your heart is always moved towards them. Wow. May God's heart be drawn towards you. That will burn incense. Would you like to be separated to work for God? Yes. Oh, you're being separated. You're crying. You're crying over John and Jack and Jim. Yeah. In the Old Testament, the Hebrew word translated separate is the word badal. B-A-D-A-L. Which means to distinguish and make a difference between you and others. It means to distinguish and to make a difference between you and others. Some of you have been separated from your family. I mean, not like you've moved out of the house, but you are different. They're different. The difficulties and the facings and the blastings in the house is evidence to you that you love. Because here you are, here you were in church. Here you are. What bad thing is, being, is happening to you now? What? You are just knowing God, getting to know God, reading the Bible. Reading the Bible and hearing explanations of the Bible. In some, in some homes, the parents are asking, why don't I met, I met somebody? I met somebody a few. A few days ago, he said his parents, his parents, the pressure he has in the house, an adult male, adult black male, the pressure he has in his house, his parents are saying that, won't he go and impregnate somebody and bring a child? That's the pressure he has because all his, all his siblings, all his siblings have gone and done it. And he, he has chosen God. Pastoring, working for God, believing God for a beloved. The pressure in the house is that you are, it's almost like, is there something wrong with you? 
Is there something wrong with you? Can't you bring a child? And they are, they are, not, even, they are not even asking for a wife. They are asking for a child. He said, go there, go there and bring a child. So he's such a person should know and see that. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm saved. I'm separate. God has separated me. I've been set aside. The standards, the standards that I use to assess who I am now is different from what is used to assess the others. I'm a different person. And then in the New Testament, the Greek word that is useful for separate is the word aphorizo. Aphorizo, which is A-P-H-O-R-I-Z-O. And it means to keep apart two or more people by a boundary. That's how God is trying to put a boundary between you and certain things and certain people. Yeah, it's a boundary. How many of you are beginning to appreciate the separation that is happening in your life, if there's any? Because if something is happening, it's a signpost on the journey. In um, Romans chapter 1 and verse 1, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. In Acts chapter 13 verse 2, the Bible says that, and as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. It's like, let there be a separation so that I can give them some work. I have some work, but I need some people to be separated for that work to be done. Yes. God has things to be done, but he needs some people to be separated from the general group so that those things can be done. Otherwise, that work cannot be done if people are still the same and they've not been separated. Now, let's look at the example of Abraham. Abraham is one of the people who experienced or went through the school of separation. Yeah, that's Abraham. That's Abraham's story. Abraham, I said Abraham chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. (laughs) Genesis chapter 12. Yes. Genesis chapter 12. Look at Genesis chapter 12. Are you still here? Are you understanding separation? Each of you, if not most of you, would have a testimony and you will see that, oh, this is why this happened. This is why I lost these friends. This is why I've been lambasted and blasted in my own house and amongst my own friends. Is it when you are accepted everywhere? That's a problem. You can't be accepted everywhere. You can't be accepted everywhere. I'm surprised you were sad when I was telling you about the story that I, I was told that you, you, you have youth. You have youth in your church. It's a, it's a college. It's a business college. 
I'm surprised at you. Sir. I'm not sad. It makes me hear the sound of the engine at work. That, oh, oh, something beautiful is happening. Something beautiful is happening. Something great, something new is happening. God is doing a new thing that people can't recognize. And people don't even know why. Why should you be different? Why should you? you why do you want to be different? Why do you want to be different? So you, so you, you can't even accept that. It's a church. The people there are a church and real people. You see, it's a, it's, a, it's a business college. School of law and business. Of youth. Not youth. 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 Oh, I see him on YouTube. Yeah, he and the youth. Especially the youth all the time. The youth. No, we have no apologies. Do you apologize that you are saved at the age that you are saved? No apologies. No apologies. I would like that guy to drive by every club the next bank holiday. The next Sunday night to a bank holiday and see the type of people that have killed winter, autumn, spring, who have killed with bare, bare shoulders entering. You see how people go to church, you say it's, it's a youth, it's a youth, youth club, youth club and a school of uh, business and economics. And greedy boys who want money. Your mouth like greed. <laughs> Genesis 12, verse 1. Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country. Can you imagine hearing this? God tell you, get, get, get thee out of the country. Get thee out of the country. Get thee out of the country. Yes. There he's speaking. And from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, hey, unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great. And thou shalt be blessed. I'm sure everybody will like verse 2, isn't it? How many of you will like verse 2? Mm-hmm. But verse 2 comes after verse 1. Oh, yes. And he said, you've got to go. God is saying, you've got to go. You've got to be separated. Otherwise, you won't see the greatness. You've got to go. You have to go. You have to separate yourself. You have to go. You have to. You have to. That gravitational force that keeps pulling you back into the old group. It's, it's an anti-God, anti-will of God force that is taking you out of God's blessings and God's ways. And it's a strong force. It's a, it can pull you back. Do you think, do you think Satan wants you to go? No. No, there's, there's, there's a message. There's a message. There's a message. 
What message is that? Pharaoh will hardly let them go. You have to listen to that message. You see that even when he says go, he will say go, but don't go far. Then they just go up to this point and come back. Just go up here and come back. Or you give conditions. That means that when you go, when you go, it's that because of your children and your wives, you'll be forced to come back. <laughs> maybe, maybe you haven't understood. Pharaoh represents Satan. Pharaoh is a type of Satan. Read the story of the, of the, of the Israelites in Egypt. And when God was delivering them, God, when God was separating them, and you see the conditions. Leave, you leave the women and children here and go. If you leave the women and children here, you will come back. You will come back. You will come back. If you are going, you go with everything that is valuable to you. Total separation. Total separation. How can you be a Christian and then you have something valuable in the world? You go back to the world to visit it. You go and visit it. You will go back and visit it. You would want to go and attend to it. And when you go and attend to it, you, you can't come back. Huh? So leave, leave the women and children here. And go. You need a break, isn't it? You are tired. You need a break. It's okay. We are giving you a break. Let the women and children stay. You go for a break. As you are there, will you not miss your wife? Even if you don't miss your wife, you'll miss your children. (laughs) So he said that to there. The next next I want to see about Abraham is Genesis 14. The wars that Abraham fought were fought to rescue Lot. Do you remember Lot? Lot was the person when God said, separate yourself. And then Abraham took Lot along. Mm-hmm. And Lot went to fight with him, and then we had Sodom, Gomorrah, all those people. When God called him, he called him alone. He called Abraham alone. And then he, Abraham, organized his, his nephew or his whatever, said, Let's go. Let's go. I've been sent on missions. Let's go. Let's go. I've been sent on missions. Let's go. And he took Lot. Lot became a problem. I'll read the message passages to you. See, Lot became a problem to him. Genesis 14, verse 12. Are you here? You've traveled. It says that, and they took Lot, Abraham's brother's son. That means that his nephew, isn't it? His brother's son, yes, his nephew, who dwelt in Sodom and his goods and departed. And there came one out that had escaped. And told Abraham the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain Mamre, the Amorite, brother of Eshcol, the brother of Aner, and these were confederate with Abraham. And Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, and he armed his trained servants, servants armed and trained, born in his house, 318 and pursued them unto Dan. It's about that God has called that. Look, look, do you remember Genesis 12 and verse 1 that we read? It's like, go to, I'm going to make you great. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to do it. Suddenly, you are training. You, are, you, are, you have to set up a military force. 
because he had lot with him. Because he had lot with him, now it's like he has to divert into other aspects. A simple journey and calling that God has called because he didn't separate himself from Lot. Down there, he has, he has to have 318 people that he has trained and armed them. The priest. Moving with some people creates problems and generates bills. Not even some people. Having, having certain visions. Having certain visions and desires and including some things in your life creates bills that you don't need and projects that you don't need that become a distraction to serving God. It should be a bill to uh, arm your arm people Weapons are expensive. He has to buy for 380. I'm sure he had more than 380. He has to stock up. Then training. Because of one person that he added to his calling. Or one person that did not understand his mission. Instead of separating himself from that person, he went along with the person. He went along. And the person had other, other aims and other desires. Mm-hmm. You have a beloved who has no interest in some things. You are forcing her to come along. You are forcing the person to come along and to understand what you want to do. At the point, the person, the person has another agenda. Maybe the person's agenda is I want to have children. So, okay, let's go. I have one, I have two, I have three, and then yes, now I don't need any more. So, therefore, wherever we are, it's no more important. those of you who are serious in the ministry, you, you have to talk to people before you sign that contract. To. You have to talk and ask questions. Bishop Oyedepo in Nigeria, when he was proposing to his wife, he had a piece of paper with Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first. He said, this region you are entering, this thing, my mission, my vision, my calling, everything that I do is God first. If you are coming to join, not just say yes, please, sign. Yes. No, if you listen, it's on, it's on. He, she signed. She signed. She signed. She signed for it. Said, so this is what I'm signing for. This is what I'm signing for. Sign. God first, sign. Yeah, this is where you are coming. You are not first. That's why you are not first. I'm not going to listen to you. You can't, you are not going to be a witch in my life to influence me and to control me. God first. God first, not your babies or your pregnancy. It is God first. Not my mother or your mother. Not what your mother is saying or what your father is saying. Know what your friends are saying. Your friends are saying, it's God first. Sign. Sign. Bring your hand. Sign. Uh-huh. Sign, 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 sign. That was his life. I said, now, I can marry you. Now I can marry you. Now let's go. We are exchanging I love you texts, isn't it? Love you, I love you. 
la vie, 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 la vie. You're sharing love you things. Someone is signing. Matthew 6.33. Till today. He calls it covenant. Yes. Matthew 6.33. You are not first. You are not going to be number one. You are not going to be. If I help you, I will be number two. Number one has been taken. The first place has been taken. You are not and you will never be. Do you accept it? Do you, it's, like, it's like, do you accept it? She said, yes, I accept. And she signed. She signed. Yes. I believe that's why God has blessed them. Yes. They have a whole, they have the, their church hall sees 52 people, 52,000 inside, and they have like 50,000 outside, and they have four services. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, but you don't know what it takes. You don't know what it takes. You don't know what it takes to get there. You don't even know what it takes to even get 50 people. Yes. Do you have 50? Do you look? Do you say that look? 50 people is good. Do you even have a wife who will say that don't give up the ministry, stay in the ministry? It's rare. It's rare. Do you have a wife that will say to you, do not give up in the ministry, stay? You can easily find. You can't easily find to have a wife who can speak to you like Abigail spoke to David. It's rare. It's, I mean, it is rare. To have a wife who explain Badal to you. Badal. Aphorizo, to explain to you, Aphorizo, we have been separated. This is the life that we have. We better live it. To have a wife who explain it to you and say, look, don't joke. Don't joke. Don't be a fool. Like Abigail said today, don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. You don't meet many Abigails. You meet Shawanda. <laughs> so Wanda is different from Abigail. She's different. The next thing, once um, um, Abraham was in the school of separation, is the intercessions of Abraham were because of Lot. He was praying because of Lot. The same Lot, this same Lot has created Sodom, has chosen Sodom. Now Abraham has got a ministry to pray. The same person. Genesis 18, verse 23. And Abraham drew near and said, Will thou destroy the righteous with the wicked? Peradventure, there be 50 righteous within the city. Will thou also destroy and not spare the place for the 50 righteous that are therein? Now he's praying interceding. That place that he's praying about is Lot who chose that place. Sodom. It's God who chose. It's not God. It's Lot who chose it. The place where men say they want to have sex with men. That is Sodom. 
Now he has, and then God says, because of, because of their sin and their evil things, I'm going to destroy that place. I will destroy it. <laughs> so now Abraham is praying that God, if we can find 50 people who don't have that behavior, will you save the city? Will you save the city for 50 people? God. He bargained. He was bargaining. So if you don't find 50, next verse. That'd be far from you to the next verse. <laughs> and the Lord said, if I find in Sodom, Sodom. Sodom is a type of place where evil, immorality, is taking over. It's a type of place. And we see that thing in our life today, in our day today. They said, then I will spare the place for their sakes. Next verse. And Abraham answered and said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, which am but dust and ashes. 28. Pay adventure. There shall lack five of the 50. In other words, there will be 45. Because I'm sure by now he's thinking, hey, will I find 50 people who haven't caught this disease? Can I get 50 who haven't caught this disease? May you escape every evil disease of your generation. Then he said, if there be 45, I will not destroy it. Next verse. I'm sure by now Abraham is scratching his head that what am I doing? So he said, yet again, Pay adventure, there shall be 40 found there. And he said, I will not do it for 40. Abraham will be thinking more that hey, 40 is going to be very hard. I mean, can you imagine a pastor praying, praying, my Lord, the Lord said, I'm going to destroy this church. And then the pastor is praying, Lord, if I can I find, if I find you, Lord, 50 brothers who have never watched pornography, will you say, do you know 50? And then God said, oh, if you can find 50, have you watched pornography? I'll say, and then, and then he says, hey, where do I start from? Where do I start from? Where do I start from? So he has to go back to God and say, God, if I don't make the 50, but I make 45. And God says, no problem. I'll say, he says, no, even 45. It's a, it's a, it's a tough ask. So God, 40, what about 40? 40 guys who have never, have never masturbated. God, you're telling God, you're telling God the Lord, if I get 50 ladies who are virgins, will you save the church? your pride to your first angelic sister who has been lying to you. Liar! Liar! She just hasn't told you the full story. 
made herself into a technical virgin. You know, in, bo- in boxing, there's something called technical knockout. Well, the umpire, the referee can just jump. In. It's over. And then he'll push the other one. It's over. No more fight. But it's not, knockout is just when you are on the ground and after a count of 10, you don't come back. That's a knockout. But it's not called technical knockout. So you see, there are some people in it, they've made themselves technical virgins. Technical. It's like technically I'm a virgin. Technically. (laughs) Technically. Yes. Verse 30. And he said, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Per adventure, there shall be 30. <laughs> there shall 30 be found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find 30 there. Keep going. And he said, Behold, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. Per adventure, there shall be 20. You see, I'm sure as he's talking, he's counting. Because he knows his sheep. He's counting. He started from the front row. He's in a hair. He can sit and look, I'm going to be very hot. Because if these, if these pure people on the front, I can't get anybody to fit and to pass this criteria, man, I have to go back to God. So now he's reached 20. From 50, he's dropped it to 20. Because he's, he's thought of first row, second row, third row. He's finished. By this time, he's finished with the choir. He said, this choir that's angels, angel, angelic force powers. Next verse. And he said, oh, let not the Lord be angry again. I will speak by this once, Lord. Lord, this is the last one. Last one. Last one. You, don't forget, all these are problems of separation. He didn't separate. That's why he said, God, this is the last one. God, after this, I won't, I won't say anything again. Lord, if I don't find these 20, but I can find 10. Lord, 10. Lord, 10. And he said, I will not destroy it for 10's sake. From 50. From 50. From 50. What happened after this? And the Lord went his way. <laughs> as soon as he had left communion with Abraham, and Abraham returned unto his place. So he backed from 50 to 10 to save, to save a city. Because he couldn't separate himself. But now he should, he should be enjoying the blessings of the Lord. By now he's into intercession. Intercession because of the problem somebody has created. Intercession. Can't you picture the pastor praying in the church? Hey God. Then the last thing that Abraham suffered in his school of separation is the strife of Abraham because of Lot. Genesis 13. May there be no lots in your life. Amen. Genesis 13, verse 7. 
And there was strife between the headmen of Abraham's cattle and the headmen of Lot's cattle. Strife. That is contention. 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 Because you didn't break up when you had to break up. Yes. Because you didn't move when you had to move. Because you didn't stay when you had to stay. When you moved, you should, you should, you should have stayed. Contention. Other problems. Other problems. Other problems. You see, an experienced person, an experienced person, doesn't go back to old problems. With a mind that, oh, but now it's changed. No. No. Neither does he fall to tears and emotional blackmails and games playing. Because you, you learn, you know, this, this is how it is. I can't go back to it. I can't go back to it. I can't go back to such meetings, having meetings, having discussions, arguments. With people who have no love for God in them. They have no love for God. I was surprised one day I was reading my Bible in the book of John. I think these kind of people who criticize Jesus, they had asked some question about something. I can't remember. It's, it's in John. But after Jesus spoke and spoke and spoke, so a lot, he talked a lot. Then at a point he said, you have not the love of God in you. You don't have the love of God. The whole problem is about your love for God. You don't love God. If you love God, we'll not be having this debate. Yes, there. It started from verse 1. Questions, debates, answers. Verse 42, it says, But I know you that ye have not the love of God in you. If you have the love of God, some things will come up. Don't separate yourself. Separate yourself from some things. Separate yourself from the pride of this life, the pride of this life, the pride of life, the lust of the eyes. Find it for me. Find that passage. Pride of life, lust of the eyes. Let me tell you something in conclusion. For all that is in the world, this this is a summary of what is in the world. It's like, let us not bother to break things down. This is a summary of what is in the world. All that is in the world, number one, is the lust of the flesh. Who can say they've not been tempted by the lust of the flesh? The cravings, and the desires, and the battles, and the feelings, all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, number one. Number two, is the lust of the eyes. Hey, I want to see what is there. I want to go there. I want to have it. That's what you see. When we walk in, you say, should I say it? I see you. Have you seen that? Thing? I don't want to say anything, so that, 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 because it's not a joke. If, if I, say, I see you something. You see, everybody shout, Amen. Amen. He has seen us. Amen. We also see ourselves. We will be there. 
you will be there. I see. Well, if I see if I say that, I see you this. You see, it's like, hey, it's like, you see, the response tells us, it's like, we have already seen ourselves. Our eyes are already craving. Yes. Compared to the stage, I see you, I see you on missions in Ginger. Do you know Ginger? It's a place. There's a place called Ginger. I'm sure it's not pronounced ginger. I'm sure it's pronounced ginger. You say nobody receives it. It's the last of the highs. So that you see people choosing someone to marry. You see the, the terms and conditions and the things they are looking for. You see a normal human being made out of dust saying that somebody is not her type. Indeed. You are dust too. You are dust. You say somebody is not your type. Yes. Yes. The person who told me that I ran a business college, it was about marriage. I made the mistake of asking, oh, don't you have any other to say? It's like, you even give me a asthmatic attack. These people. I beg, oh. I beg. Me, I like my people. I like them. They are good people. They are nice people. Me, I like them. Me, I like them. Uh, have you seen who is trying to sneeze and the sneeze will come? <laughs> so how dare you tell me choose a husband from First Love London? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? I mean, you dare ask me such a question? Not just sorry, I beg oh. Do you know the oil on my head? You and this your business college. <laughs> I beg. I beg. I beg. I beg. I beg. Mia, I like you. Mm. Oh, don't worry, you don't even have to say anything. I know you like me. It's okay. <laughs> Lord, yes. I respect you too. I respect you. Because Jesus died for you. Jesus' blood has been used to wash you. Yes. I mean, Mr. Bishop, do you know my rank? Do you know my calling? Do you know my level? Mr. Bishop, you're bringing me down. I need to stay up, you know. Come on, Mr. Bishop. Your college boys. <laughs> Our college boys for Peckham and Streatham. Ajay. 
No, but it's the last of the eyes. It's the imagination. And the desires. You see, the eyes are always longing for something. It's longing for something. You've seen something, you're longing for it. Don't you have things that you wish you had in your life? Don't you have things that you wish you own? That's of the eyes. Mm. And then the third summary, the third point. is like there are three points of tests in this life. The third one is the pride of life. What makes you feel good? Yes. What makes you feel good? What makes you feel successful? What is it that when you have in your life, you tell yourself, I've made it. I've made it. I've made it. Because see, that thing, when you say, I've made it, mention to someone else, the best will be wondering, is that all? Is that it? Is that really it? That's the pride of life. What feeds your pride? What feeds it? What feeds your ego? What makes you feel big? What makes you feel accomplished? What makes you feel successful? What makes you feel, what makes you feel greater than the other family? It's called the pride of life. The pride of life. The pride of life. Pride of life. These are the things. These, 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 these are the stumbling blocks in life. This is why people can't separate themselves to follow God. The pride of life, the lust of the eyes, and the lust of the flesh. Yes. Into being a Christian, you want you want everybody to know that you, you also have a boy in your life. You've got a boy, a boy who likes you. I've got a guy. I even live with him. I've got a boy. That's that, that's your pride of life. Very low pride. It's pride, but it's low. Very low pride. I wish you had another kind of pride. Yes, I wish you had another pride. I wish you had the one replacing Theresa May. You would respect it more. Yes, I wish you had that one. That I mean, I mean, when you say you can't, you can't stay there before you become a prime minister. I even tell that even invite me on the day you are appointed. So that, yeah, I, I mean, the news will say this your this your spiritual advisor. <laughs> For the first time in number 10, part of the cabinet is a spiritual advisor. A bishop, a bishop, Richard Airy, <laughs> has been appointed by the prime minister <laughs> yes. as a spiritual advisor. Whether you see me, ma. Can't you see me standing on the door of number 10? Is it because before I enter, I'll know you are watching. So before I enter the door behind the prime minister, I'll tell. I'll tell. When you see me wave, it's for you. Yeah, it's for you. It's for you. It will be the picture that the newspapers will use for a long time. That's the only picture they'll have of me. Turning and it means bless you. And it also means you will be there. <laughs> A spiritual ad- ad- advisor, bishop, 
Richard. Amen. So you have to separate. Separate from friends, colleagues, places, things you do. It's God. It's not a negative thing. God is drawing you. Yes, God is drawing. That's what I want you to know today. God is drawing you. Don't be afraid to lose friends. Not just bad ones. Tanya, we don't just lose bad friends. We lose good friends. Very good friends. We lose good friends. Our relationship with very good friends become wicked. Not even deliberate for us. There's not much to do. Yes. But you have to accept it so you move on. I have friends who are still my friends, but it's not an active friendship. It's not an active friendship. It's a dormant friendship. If we meet, we'll talk, we'll talk but we, you discuss. we don't have much to talk about. We don't have much to say. Because I'm in a different world, they're in a different world. So you lose good friends. Don't just think of the, the bad ones, it should be easy for you to separate. There's a separate, it should be very easy. But they're good friends. They're good friends. They're good friends. I mean, this youth, youth man, the youth man, he can't be my friend. How can such a person be my friend? He'll discourage me from coming to preach to you. All my faith in you. My respect for you, how I value you. I mean, because like, you see, you are like some precious bunch of people that God has given to you. You are precious and dear to me. How do you think I'll take offense at someone saying that I have a bunch of business school, um, uh, 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 whatever. I don't, think, I don't think you even qualified in her eyes to be students. You are just people. Why do you think I take offense? Have you not seen that I keep talking to you? Because I took offense. I found it offensive. Because people that I value so much, God has died for, trying to serve God. There's somebody just. I'm swallowing my words. Some people can be your friends. You can't be kind. You'll be making a mistake to have such people in your life. To be close to such people. Because the the visions are different. I can't can't keep such people. And they are good people. These are good people. They're not evil people. They're not witches. They don't have Halloween broomsticks. (laughs) They're not witches. (laughs) They're good people. Good people. But you stay with such a person. Before you, you are backsliding. You, you are entering into discussions and quarrels and debates. That's a waste of time. Yeah. That's a waste of time. So, guys, how many of you are going to accept separation? Put your hands down. How many of you have already seen it? That, uh, seen that you've been separated? You were separated. You were separated from old schoolmates. I, I really don't have any old school friend. Primary school. What do you go after primary? Secondary school. And then university. I don't have, I don't, I don't have any active one in my life. 
Have you ever seen me saying that, oh, this is my schoolmate, we're in the same class. Have you ever seen a person like that in the church? No. So why are they? Oh, I didn't go to school. It's one of the two. There has to be a separation. Some people hold on to it. Old school boy. Old school boys forever. Old school boys. Old school boy. But see, that's their vision. I'm not despising them. I'm not saying it's a sin. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But I'm saying that what I have been separated to do means that I can't be devoted to that. Yes. Old boys. Old boys or girls. Beautiful. Stand to your feet. Pray for yourself for grace on this beautiful journey. Grace on this beautiful journey. You, I, I feel you will make it. I feel you will make it. You're going to make it. You're going to make it big. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. Understanding is coming. Wisdom is coming. You're going to make it. Pray for yourself. Just pray. Pray for grace. For grace on this beautiful journey. To finish it. To finish it. To accomplish it. To get it done. Pray. Pray, be praying. Everybody praying. Grace. Grace to run your race, to finish your race. Grace. Grace to answer the call. Grace to fulfill your ministry. Grace. Grace of this beautiful journey full of adventures. Pray for grace. Pray for grace. Pray for grace that you will do it, you will finish it. Ah, Shatayata. Pray, 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 and pray for grace for separation that you will not look back. You will not look back. Remember Lot's wife. She looked back and became a pillar of salt. Remember her. Remember her. Separation. Never turning back. Never going back. Pray. So if you should pray for yourself. Join this school break. Join this summer break. That by the time you are going back. A new heart. New determination. New mind. New strength.
to separate yourself from every evil, every work of darkness, every hidden sinful life. Pray that you there shall be separation. God has chosen you, God has given you a chance to send you back stronger and better. Stronger and better. Pray. Pray these few moments. Few moments. Pray to God. Pray to Him for grace. Grace to separate and to continue separating. Ah. Separation is promotion. Separation is promotion. Separation is promotion. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Grace. 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 Paliboke. Palibosi. Palidima. Lima data. Lima data. Lima data. Lima data. Everybody praying. From the back to the front. The sides, wherever you are. Pray Grace 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 to fulfill your ministry Grace to fulfill your ministry Grace to fulfill it Grace to fulfill it Grace to serve God Grace to work for God All your life All your life All your life All your life Kaba Shabbataya Padibaka basha bata yaba Paliba kapa Yabata Yabasi Madida Madida Mazimeke Mazifeme Madidota Madiamada 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 Call on God Call on Him for grace Grace to fulfill your ministry Grace to fulfill your ministry Nothing shall bump you off Nothing shall throw you out. Nothing shall take you out. Grace to fulfill your ministry. Pray to him. Pray to him. Pray to him. Pray to him. Kashibataya. Pray for grace. Pray for grace. Pray for grace. Pray for grace. Grace to fulfill your ministry. Grace to fulfill it. Grace to fulfill it. Grace to fulfill it. Grace to fulfill it. Grace to do it. Grace to do it. Grace to do it. Grace to do it. Grace to finish it. Grace to walk in it. Grace. 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 Ah, Tabashaba. Kaba Tabayaba. Kaba Tabayaba. Kaba Tabayaba. Yabadiba Shanda Maleba Sastaya Mata Dada Lava Kaba Shaba Daba Yamadaba Kaba Shaba Daba 
Yagiando la Bashiba Casta Nade Yabacastia Matabata Shataya Matabata Bata 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 Yapa Padia Kabastata Padia Kabastata Kadia Kabastata Mashandala Padia Badabaya Pramoshama Laba Keeper Laba Fita Laba Kista Laba Hipa Laba Sitasa Pray 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 Yaya Diada Yada Diada Yada Diada Pray that you be healed and delivered from the last of the eyes the last of the flesh the pride of life bind those spirits bind those things that shall not prevail in your life that you shall not be known you shall be known as someone who lives by the pride of life the last of the eyes the last of the flesh pray mayatabasha payoma kipa payobidada Piedo Sanda, Piedo Sanda, Piedo Sanda, Piedo Mikasa, Piedo Mitafaya, Piedo Midozima, Piedo Midokapa, Piedo Miko Sata, Pado Saba, Pado Saba Lava Diva Kapa Saba, Yama Diva Kapo Saba Lava Diva Kapa, Marino Lobo Shibo Lava Kapa Tasa, Kato Lava Kastaya. Lift up your two hands and thank God for grace. Thank Him for grace. No other thing but just say, Lord, I thank you for grace to fulfill my ministry. Lift up your two hands and thank Him. Just thank Him. Just thank Him. Just in 30 seconds, I say, Lord, I thank you for grace to fulfill my ministry. Grace to fulfill it. Grace to fulfill it. Grace to do it. Grace to do it. Grace to be seen through. Grace, Lord. Grace, Lord. Father, I pray for every hand lifted up, Lord, which is a life in need of grace. Fill us with your grace. Give us strength, Lord. Heal our weaknesses, Lord. Where the enemy, where the serpent had bitten and had left effects, Lord, let that poison be drained, Lord. Let that poison of pride that poison of lust that poison of weakness Lord let it be drained let it let the souls of your people be healed today Lord heal your people today that they shall be strong in their pursuit of your calling Father may we be strong may we be strong as we pursue you as we come after you Lord as we follow you Lord let strength be seen in obedience and in love to you, O oh God. Thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You can put your hands down. This afternoon, you are here. Somebody invited you to church. I want to say a prayer for you. I want to say a prayer for you today. A special prayer for you. Someone invited you to church today. Maybe today is your first time. Maybe you've been going to church or you go to church somewhere. But you realize deep in your heart that you don't know God. You don't have a relationship with God. And you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. 
I want to have a relationship with God. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want my sins to be washed away. I want to have a real relationship with God. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed. If you are here like that, you will say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. Just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you very quickly. Lift up your right hand, lift up high so I can see you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hands. God bless you. High up. High up. Keep it up. Pastor, pray with me. You also want to join in. You also want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need Jesus in my life. I've been going to church, but I feel far from God. Or today is my first time. Or I used to go to church and I backslid. I want to come back to God. I want to come back to God. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. I want to pray for you. God wants you today. God loves you today. God is choosing you today. God is calling you to separate yourself from every other person who is not even lifting up his hands. He's choosing you. It's the beginning of your journey. God bless you. God bless you. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. I want to give my life to Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. Today is my day. Today is my day. Today is my day. Today is my day. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. I can see all your hands. I can see all your hands. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seats, wherever you are. Wherever you are standing, come. Come. You lifted up your hand, come to me. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand, but you want to come. You can still come. You can still come. It's you God is calling today. It's you. Come and join us. Come and join the brother standing here. Come and stand by here. Come. Yes, come. Come. From wherever you are, come. Come. Keep coming. Keep coming. There is room at the cross for you. Sing it, there's room. There is room at the cross for you. Come to Jesus. There is room at the cross for you. Jesus is calling you. Come to Him. still come it's never late you can still come come now come today come now come today come to Jesus come keep coming your eyes with me, those of you in front and everybody here and say this prayer after me 
Let the whole church help us as we say this prayer. Say a meaningful prayer. Say it meaningfully. Mean every word that you utter as a prayer to God today. Say, Heavenly Father, I have come to you today. Please forgive me of my sins. I am a sinner. I believe Jesus died for me and he rose up on the third day. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Please wash away my sins from me. Heavenly Father, please forgive me. I say, Lord Jesus, say, say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please be the Lord of my life. From today, I give myself to you. I want to live for you. I want to obey you. I want to do what you want. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for choosing me today. Thank you for saving me today. Thank you for giving me a new life today. Thank you for giving me a new life today. I'll say thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray for these precious ones. Satan, you are rebuked. Your work is cancelled. Your influence is cancelled. In the lives of these precious ones. They belong to Jesus. They've been bought by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for salvation. And thank you for your help. In delivering them today. I pray for these young guys. That none of them shall die young. None of them shall die like a dog by the wayside, Lord. Thank you for salvation and for preserving their lives. May they escape every demon that is coming for their lives, Lord. May that demon be accursed. May that spirit be accursed, Lord. Lord, I thank you for salvation. I thank you for salvation today. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Please receive these gifts very quickly. God bless you. Welcome to Jesus. You may go back to your seats. Hey, sorry, wait, 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 wait. Two seconds, two seconds. Wait, wait, wait. Not too fast. Not too fast. At the end of the service, this corner is called Salvation Corner. These are your tickets. To salvation corner. So as soon as we end this, as soon as we share the grace, please move this way. We'd like to talk to you for a short while before you leave this hall. So please, at the end of this, come right here. Salvation corner. You can see there's a banner there with salvation corner on it, but that guy is blocking us, so forgive him. But just this, please come and sit here. We'll talk to you for a little while there before you leave. God bless you. You may now go back to your seats. Clap for them. Clap for Jesus. Make some noise for salvation. 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 Communion, 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 communion.
Jesus declared, he that eats it, he that drinks it, shall live by me. I declare, you will no longer live by your own strength. You will no longer live by the natural genes that dwell in you. You will no longer live by the determinants of medicine and science and the ways and the predictions of men but you shall live by the power of the name of Jesus everything that has fought you is cursed today everything that has stood in your way is overcome by the name of Jesus today every secret battle and every open battle known and unknown I declare and pronounce that at the eating and the drinking of the body of Christ and the blood of Jesus, you have become victorious. You have become victorious. You have become victorious. Receive the upper hand over every battle. Receive the upper hand over every struggle. Receive the upper hand over every difficulty. May the head of the serpent be crushed in your life. Be crushed in your life. Every serpent, every anaconda spirit that has wrapped itself around you, around your family, around your 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 your, your life that you have been living. I cast that serpent. I curse every ancestral curse. I break it from off your life. You shall no longer be a partaker of an ancestral curse. 
that which your parents sold, you shall not reap it. Every negative work, every negative status that is gained by parents, grandparents, ancestors that you seem to be reaping from, I block it today from your life in the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus. You shall overcome. You have overcome. You have overcome. You have overcome. By the blood. By the blood. By the blood of Jesus. You shall live by Jesus. May the power of the name of Jesus begin to operate in every aspect of your life. Jesus takes over. I said, Jesus takes over. I said, Jesus takes over. The body of Christ. Eat it. The blood of Jesus. The precious blood of Jesus. Drink it all. You shall live by him. You will live by Jesus. You will operate by Jesus. All that pertains to your life shall be done by the power in the name of Jesus. By his blood. And they overcame by the blood. You will overcome by the blood in Jesus name it is done shout a big amen it is done shout a big amen it is done shout your best amen Congratulate your neighbor and tell him that you have the victory. Tell your other neighbor that I have good news for you. I just heard from the corridors of heaven that you won. Give the Lord a shout. Is that a shout of victory I hear? Is that a shout of victory I hear? Is that a champ of victory that I see? Every sickness disappears from your life. Every disease disappears from your life. That which you have seen from the elders of your clan, your tribe, your home, it shall not be your story. You will no longer be a partaker 
a partner, a shareholder in any case that prevails in your family. I declare it in the name of Jesus. You are separated by the blood of Jesus. I said you are separated by the blood of Jesus. I said you are separated by the blood of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap and take your seats. But thou is at work in your life. Wow. Dummy without a beard. blessed you're in a good place you're in a good church your position is a good position God shall give you victory God will give you victory from that position you will do well you will do very well you will do very very well your portion shall be singing portion shall be dancing your portion shall be rejoicing every word that is uttered as a blessing into your life is like a weapon that is fired into the camp of the enemy that is set up against your life I said you will have the victory I said your life is blessed I said no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. I said no tongue that shall rise against you shall prosper. I condemn every negative word spoken against you. You have the victory. You have the victory. You have the victory. You will make it. You will make it in marriage. You make it in the challenges of your health. You make it financially. You make it in your career. You will make it in the work of the ministry. You shall be called a minister of God. A servant of God. When servants of God are called, your name shall be mentioned. You are blessed. Anything you are doing in your life today shall turn out to be a blessing. You will have no regrets. You will have no apologies. Receive victories. Receive blessings. Receive good news. Receive the goodness and the mercies of God. Your schoolwork is blessed. No struggles, no difficulties. You are blessed. You will enter the university you have chosen. I say you will enter that university that you chose. And angels shall receive you. No demon shall meet you there. In Jesus' name, you will do well. 
you will do well. You will do well. I said you will do well. In Jesus name. Take your seats. Join those who are seated already. It's raining on you. Rain of favor. Rain of refreshing. Rain of victory. It's raining on you. It's raining on you. I see rains coming on you. It's coming on you. The rain of the Holy Spirit is coming upon you. It's coming upon you. New life. I speak life to where there's barrenness. I speak life to where there's dryness. I speak life to where has become like a desert. Life is coming upon you. I see the waters of the Holy Spirit falling upon you. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Be watered. Be watered. Be watered. Life. The life of God. The life of God. The life of God. The life of God. The God life shall be seen in you. Shall be seen on your life. That shall be your life. That shall be your story. That shall be your portion. The life of God. God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.